From Annie Wright Schools, this is Inkwell Radio. In this episode of Inkwell Radio, Emily Simons discusses the future of the school and the transition of Jake Guadnola from Director of Upper School for Girls to Head of Schools. Hello, my name is Emily Simons, who had the pleasure of working with Sebastian Bush and Jade Cheatham. We had the chance to talk to Mr. Sullivan, the head of the schools here at Annie Wright, and Jake Guadnola, the head of the Upper School for Girls, regarding the future of Annie Wright's leadership. At the beginning of the next school year, Jake will be taking Mr. Sullivan's former position as head of schools. So, hello. <laughs> um, so, this question's for Jake. And so, we all call you Jake now, but we call Mr. Sullivan Sullivan, like Mr. Sullivan. And so, with this like transition, will we have to continue to call you Jake or switch to Mr. Guadnola? <laughs> yeah. I know that is actually important. I think. You know, when I came into the school many, many, many years ago, I was um, I was young, I was coaching the basketball team, and a lot of the kids knew me from summer camp, and in summer camp, I was Jake. So a lot of the kids on the basketball team called me Jake, or Coach Jake, or Coach. And when I made the transition in as the director of college counseling, Mr. Guadnola felt very odd. And then it sort of was one of those things that over time, it just sort of stayed in place. And um, to be honest with you, as a... As a I'm a, I'm a tall, I'm a big, and I'm a, I wanted to try to be as approachable to students as I possibly could. And so for me, it was important that I both maintain that ability to be familiar, but also try to be an authority figure. As I make this transition now, though, and I move into a much different role, um, I do foresee a need to shift that. So I have been Jake, but I do anticipate being Mr. Guadnola next year, uh, just given the role and responsibility and all that comes with it school-wide. Okay. Interesting. Cool, though. Um, so, Mr. Sullivan, since uh, this has been your job for quite a while now, um, do you have any advice for Jake as he moves into this role of the head up entire schools now? Um, you know, I actually wouldn't be so presumptuous to have advice for Jake. I think he is um, ready for the job. He's got extraordinary experience. He knows the school inside out. And along with the Board of Trustees, he's going to formulate his vision for what the next years should should be like. And he doesn't need my advice. Perfect. <laughs> That's cool, though. I was still taking it. Do you see... Or do you think that there will be any, like really big changes as Jake kind of comes into this role? Like, uh, Who's that question to, Ellen? Neither, <laughs> really. Uh, I mean, honestly, no. Um, not big changes. Uh, yeah. I think the big changes have happened, right? I think bringing the boys' school on um, was a tremendous moment for the school and is one that we are in the process of fully understanding 
how we bring that to bear, how we get those numbers up, and then how the two divisions best interface with one another. What, what does it mean to be coordinate? I think we're figuring it out, but we by no means have that figured out. So will that be a change? No, because we're already that. But it will feel different as we start to come to understand how we want to execute on that space. Um, otherwise, you know, I mean, we are, we are still new as an IB school. Mm-hmm. Truly, right? I mean, we've only had PYP for a handful of years. NYP, DP is the longest standing, and I think we're 10 years in or something like that. So it's, you know, we, we have a long way to go as we continue to understand how we want to execute on that vision. Um, and then there are elements of the strategic plan that are vitally important to us, but I don't think they will feel like changes. So if, if you ask me right now, do I see any on the, on the at least on the next five-year horizon, any major changes? No, I don't see anything. And, and even beyond that, I, it's not like I'm intending something. <laughs> I truly don't know, but we'll just be responsive to what students and parents are looking for. Yeah, perfect. Um, so how do you think that your guys' uh, like leadership kind of differs from each other? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, well, maybe this follows on from Jake's uh, answer to your previous question. While I, I agree with Jake, I don't think there's going to be huge changes. We've got a lot of things to groove that have just been started. Um, we are different, and we've had different tasks to accomplish. Um, so here's one thing that is going to look different, both in terms of a leadership style and change. Jake really knows the upper school obviously the up school for girls really well. I think he also knows the up school for boys. He next year is going to have um, sons in the lower and the middle school. And so along with um, his wife Stacy, they are going to be really um, incorporated into the fabric of the school and really know a lot of kids really well, much better than I do currently. So 10 years ago when I started and had a fourth and sixth grader, we knew a lot of kids then. And I think as my role has changed and there's been a lot of fundraising, a lot of external work, a lot of planning with architects, I feel more removed from the student body, um, which isn't fun particularly. And I think Jake is, is going to be right in there for many years. And, you know, for example, we were talking about his, his name. You guys are never going to be able to stop calling him Jake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's going to be really hard. The current sixth graders, they're going to know him as Mr. Guadalola. Yeah. So it's going to change. Like, even next year's ninth grade, he's going to be Mr. Guadalola. He's going to be there. They don't even know me, the new kids coming in. He's going to be Mr. Guadalola. So that's going to be a very different leadership style and one that I think is going to be very well received. Um, Kind of to, like, build off of that, do you think... Jake, uh, that your relationship kind of with the students will like change in a way, or are you gonna are you gonna kind of try to maintain the like really the like strong bond between like the student body? Uh, I would say yes to both. Yeah. Right? I mean, the truth is, um, so you know, my my experience when I came in initially was very student facing. Those were my roles. I, I was a coach, I was a director of college counseling. Everything I was doing was working directly with kids. I taught. So all of those spaces. When I moved up into administration, you, you still interface with kids, but, but it's a sort of a hard pill to swallow when you do that. All of us got into education because we like working with students. That's what brings us joy. Administratively, every step up, you start realizing my job isn't to be a great resource to kids as much as it is to support the adults who need to be a great resource for kids. 
And every one of those steps, is, it, it, it changes the way that you, you just don't have the same time or capacity. Does it mean that I don't still want to and don't still love to work with kids? No, of course I do. I mean, it, it's like my favorite part of the day when people walk by and just want to talk. Um, but my job truly as an administrator is to make sure that all the adults in the building are doing a phenomenal job supporting kids. That said, you know, we're just, we were just talking about lip sync and there's just like, we keep asking, are you going to do those things? Like, can, yeah. can you be in these events? And I, I think I'm going to have to figure out a way to both make sure I can interface with kids the way I want to with, with community and yet let these things be their own, right? I can't, I'm going to have to give space for the upper school for girls in particular to, to understand itself without me present. If I'm hovering, whoever's in my <laughs> role is going to feel like, oh, come on, just get out of here and let me define myself. So I know it's going to be hard for me, but I'm going to have to back away most directly uh, from the upper school for girls and, and that student body. That's going to be hard to do, but I know i got to do it. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of like what do you both looking forward to as kind of the future comes, you know, and things are changing, just in general. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to my new role. Um, we're moving to essentially my wife's hometown, so I'm excited about a new job. Um, I'm really excited for Annie Wright's future, and uh, while we're leaving the school and the area, we're going to stay connected forever. Both our kids are graduates. Um, Lexi, yellow tie, class of 17. Matthew, middle school, class of, what was that, 15, I suppose. Um, and this has been a defining part of my professional career. And we will be interested and passionate about the school forever. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sad that I'm not going to be part of it, you know, formally. Um, but that's just the way it is. But I'm really excited to see what the future holds for, for Annie Wright and, its, and, the, and the community, and Jake in particular. And for me to talk about the future, I have to sort of contextualize it with the past, right? And so the last, you know, when Christian came in 10 years ago, and I, I don't, have you been here for 10 years? Yeah. But you were, you were young, right? And so I don't think, even though you've been here that entire time, you probably can't remember what it was like. And, and it wasn't great, right? It was hard. I think, it was, I think kids had a good experience, but it was, the school was struggling. And so what Christian did in his 10 years has been transformational. That, that is an understatement. But it has been transformational to move from a position where from year to year you simply didn't know. Like you, you felt like you were in some sort of like comedy like some movie, and, and who was going to come in, who was going to lead, what crazy thing was going to happen. The student body was, uh, it was, it was just challenging. It was different. And we've got stability, right? So we've moved from a space where we weren't sure who we were. We were still providing for kids, I think, well, but we weren't sure who we were as an institution to now, 10 years later, being in a position of such strength that it has been, it, it, it is so much fun to see a future forward where we can actually be confident as opposed to sort of second guessing who we are, feeling like we're maybe, you know, we don't belong on the stage. Now we feel like we belong on the stage. But at the same time, I think with that comes a responsibility to, to never lose sight of where we came from, right? That it was hard. And if we do that, if we, if we lose sight, then we're gonna slip, then we'll slip right back there. And we can't slip back there. 
right? We have to make sure that the, the focus and energy, and it has been so student-centered over the last 10 years, that that remains. So what I'm excited about in the future is to not forget the past and to make sure all the decisions that we make moving forward keep us strong and steady. Uh, to be honest, I feel a little bit like I've got a chip on my shoulder, like we've got something to prove because I don't know that in this town, prior to 10 years ago, the other schools in particular took us terribly seriously. And I think there were a lot of families in the community who weren't sure what we were as an institution. And now we've moved into a real position of strength and we want to stay there. Perfect. So kind of to round this out, uh, we have a fun little question that kind of we in the upper school have noticed that like usually on Fridays or right before breaks we always hear music blasting coming from your office and you know kind of the transition from being right next to the <coughs> being right next to the upper school for girls lounge and like that's loud and then down into the admin hallway which is much more you know quiet kind of like um, do you think that you'll still kind of have this <laughs> music <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I will. I think I will. I mean, I don't know that. I, I don't think it's blaring. For me, music is a way to just channel my thinking, right? I write the Friday Flash, and there's always got to be music going. It's the way I, I kind of zero in, and I know in this role there's a lot of writing, so I'll probably close the door. <laughs> but, but yeah, we'll still get music going. Perfect. Well, thank you both for coming this morning, and... Thank you for your thoughtful questions. Thoughtful questions and professional setup. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the year, we are saying goodbye and thank you to Mr. Sullivan as he closes out his decade-long career at Annie Wright and saying hello to Mr. Guadnola, the new head of schools. This episode of Inkwell Radio was produced by Emily Simons, Jade Cheatham, and Sebastian Bush. Thank you for listening to Inkwell Radio, the Annie Wright Student News Podcast. Visit us online at AnnieWrightInkwell.org or follow us on Instagram at AnnieWrightInkwell. Send questions or ideas to Inkwell at AW.org. Until next time.